So Dramatic Daily, your daily dose of the latest and most dramatic reality TV news. Welcome to So Dramatic Daily. I'm Megan Pistetto. Coming up today, Saudi Arabia tourism officials force Georgia Love and Lee Elliott to remove all photos of their controversial trip from Instagram. In a huge tea-spilling session, Abby Chatfield says that she was fat-shamed in the Bachelor Mansion. And Married at First Sight's Brent had the most iconic clap back to Tamara after she dissed his career Again, so much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Saudi Arabian tourism officials reportedly asked Georgia Love to remove all photos of her controversial trip from Instagram following intense backlash. The Bachelorette Australia 2016 star and her husband, Lee Elliott, recently visited Saudi Arabia as part of an all-expenses-paid influencer trip to help promote tourism to the once hermit nation. However, as soon as the couple began posting about their holiday on social media, as would have been required from them, fans were quick to criticise the pair for their decision to promote a country with such a rich history of violating human rights. Now, Georgia's manager has disclosed that Visit Saudi, the tourism company behind the trip, told the couple to remove all posts following the backlash. Georgia's manager told the Daily Telegraph she was told by the Saudi tourism people to remove all of the posts. They were quite upset that she was getting a lot of negative reaction. Georgia's manager also said that the tourism officials didn't want the criticism to impede on their trip and release the couple from their posting obligations, saying they were very sympathetic to her situation and said, remove the post, we don't require you to do any more posting for us. Now, given these comments from Georgia's manager, it is interesting to note that Georgia and Lee originally did not disclose that the trip was paid for. So on March 17, Lee said he and Georgia truly hear and understand what their fans were saying. He said, we thought long and hard about coming and we decided to come as the world is changing for the better and Saudi along with it. He also explicitly stated that they were not being paid to be there. And whilst they had to tagged Visit Saudi, they did fail to tag ad, which is against Instagram's policies on sponsored content. Now, even though they weren't paid to be there, they were gifted the trip, so they are still obligated to tag gifted, which they did not do. Now, after Georgia announced in a since-deleted post that she and Lee were among the first Aussies to visit Saudi, the pair copped intense backlash for their immoral trip. The backlash was led by entertainment journalist Peter Ford, who tweeted, that Saudi Arabia executed 81 convicts in a single day. He said, this is the country Georgia Love accepted a free trip to visit. Of the 81, you can be sure there is a disproportionate number of women, gays, and possibly journalists. Did you really need a freebie trip that badly, Georgia? Peter then added a slew of other posts, including, now the world is opening up again, you might choose the Eiffel Tower, Edinburgh Castle, or the Acropolis, but Georgia Love is pushing Saudi Arabia. Sorry, Georgia, but Chop Chop Square, where women and gays are executed, just doesn't do it for me in the same way, he said. I'm sure there is still more to come on this saga, so we will keep you all updated. In a huge tea-spilling session on her radio show, The Bachelor Australia 2019 runner-up Abby Chatfield 
revealed that she was fat-shamed whilst in the mansion. In a new segment on her national show, Hot Nights with Abby Chatfield, the serial reality star pulled back the curtain on her time on both The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Chatting all things behind the scenes with her co-host Rowan Edwards, the 26-year-old dished on a pretty fucked tidbit from her batchy days, spilling that she preferred chowing down on dumplings instead of working out whilst in the mansion. Abby said that one unnamed co-star made a not-so-subtle dig about her weight. She recalled, I just sit and eat dumplings all day while the girls were working out. Then one time someone said to me, aren't you worried that Matt isn't going to like you because you're gaining weight? Mm, sorry, what? Rude much? During the tea spilling session, Abby also dished about just how much she got paid to be a contestant on The Bachelor. And she said that it was only $90 a day. However, if you were on the show for a longer period of time, it ended up being much more. She said, I didn't work for three months, so I wasn't taxed. So I actually got money back on my tax that year and I came out with no expenses, so I had savings. According to the star, she came out of The Bachelor with like 10 grand. Wow. During the show, Abby also revealed what contestants were allowed to take with them, plus what items were banned. She said, you're allowed to take two suitcases for three months, but about halfway through, we were allowed to do an order from online shopping because we all ran out of clothes. Obvious things like illicit substances and alcohol and phones, Apple watches, tablets, anything you can communicate with were not allowed and you can't take DVDs with you or anything. Sounds like my idea of hell. Married at First Sight, Australia's Brent Vitellio has had the most iconic clapback for his TV bride, Tamara Dodorovic, after she repeatedly dissed his career. The unlikely pair first got off on the wrong foot, pun intended, when Tamara remarked at their wedding that retail and hospitality workers were unambitious. Since then, the fussy bride has continued to belittle Brent's own career in the hospitality industry. Most recently, the 29-year-old slammed her TV hubby for not being a restaurant expert, instead saying that he just waits tables. Brent, however, came back swinging on Wednesday during an interview with Hit New South Wales Breakfast, Maz and Lakey. He said... She's an operations manager at a real estate agent. She acts like she's the CEO of Apple. (laughs) Mike drop Brent. He then added that he's always supportive of everyone's ambitions, but said that he'd given up on sharing his own goals with Tamara. He said, I've got so many things planned. I've never shared them with her because I don't think she's the type of person that would even understand them. He then cheekily added, I also welcome every hospitality worker to play with her food and drinks when they serve them to her. (laughs) Savage. Now, in case you missed it, Brent was previously based in Dubai and he worked as a successful entrepreneur in the hospitality industry. But his business took a huge hit when COVID descended on us all. So he returned to Australia where he currently works as a restaurant manager at my favorite restaurant in Sydney, might I add. And he does a bloody good job, let me tell you. So you can understand why he's pissed that his TV wife continues to slam his profession. During their final date, Tamara took the slander to a whole new level. She said, I've got a career to go home to, a dog and a house. He doesn't really have a career. He works in hospitality and he calls himself a fucking restaurant expert or some shit like that. I'm sorry, you ate tables. Rude with a capital R. 
Now, Brett and Tamara's marriage is set to reach breaking point at the final Married at First Sight dinner party. In episode 163 of the So Dramatic podcast, it was revealed that one last drama will see the night end with Brent throwing his wedding ring on the table. A source tells So Dramatic, Tamara does something pretty fucked and Brent confronts her about it at the dinner party. It ends in a huge yelling match. Brent gets up, throws the ring and storms out. Wow, this season of MAFs really is the gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving. Bring it on. That is the latest from So Dramatic Daily. For more information on any of these stories or for more tea, head to our website, sodramaticonline.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing. And make sure you're following us on social media to keep up to date with the latest throughout the day. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. And make sure you listen to today's super spicy Aftermaths episode on the original So Dramatic podcast. I have Sam Carraro joining me on the show to spill some piping hot tea about the boys and girls night last night. Do not miss it. And I will see you guys back here, same time, same place tomorrow. Ciao for now. Kind regards. So Dramatic Daily. So Dramatic acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and future, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and cultures.